0: Good therapy is good for everyone. Bad therapy is not good
1: for anyone. Welcome, everybody, to our first episode, debut episode of Mental Health Uncensored. I'm Shlimi Bolzum. And I am Yehuda Rostin. And uh, we're going to try to uh, shed some light on the mental health issues in the Jewish community with the guidance of our Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz.
2: Again, this is not something we would necessarily be comfortable doing if not for our Rebbe, Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz, allowing us to use his thoughts as a platform to discuss different uh, topics. And I'm really excited to do that because he's someone that is just amazing. Let's get it on. Yeah, we're gonna break down each
1: episode into three parts. At first, we're gonna present the topic, the question, and only one of us had actually sat down and asked Rebbe the question so the other guy is going to take a jab at it and see what he would answer then in part two we'll ask Rebbe the question see how Rebbe looks at it see what Das Tayere thinks and in the third and final part we'll unpack what Rebbe said break it down and discuss that this week um I sat down with Rebbe Berkowitz and first I asked him about getting the podcast on, you know, on the ground, get, get it rolling, get the train out of the station, and uh, I was, I, I picked up on, he, he's also excited about it, which is amazing. Really? Yeah, there's, there was like a, a certain, like, he, he like leaned forward in his seat, and he's like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, no. I know, I know. Um, yeah, I, I, I walked out of that meeting dancing and singing, I, like, actually, I just like, hugged everybody it was amazing (laughs) Um, so uh, and and I wasn't planning on asking a question three minutes is enough time for a question and an answer um, and it takes a lifetime to unpack those three minutes Um, we'll try to do it in an episode Um, but a question did come up because I asked him whether everyone needs therapy and we'll get to that in another episode and he said well I guess we'll see what he said he brought up the idea of red flags in therapy. Not every therapist is a good therapist.
2: Right, and I think, I think it's important <clears throat> that people, when going to a therapist, you know, are comfortable. Are comfortable knowing that they have the correct guidance to know what to look for and, you know, to feel safe. Because walking to a therapist knowing what's a red flag causes you to, you know, have the ability to, to feel comfortable a million times faster. I'm sure you've had that in your own practice where people come in and they immediately trust you. I'm sure that is extremely helpful.
1: It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming, especially when you're first starting out and there's a guy sitting here who's just pouring his life out to you. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's heavy. It's heavy. I am a little nervous, you know, opening up with this discussion because it is quite negative. uh, (laughs) Yeah,
2: I, I feel the same way. So I feel, I think we, even though this is sort of a negative, what's the red flags of a therapist? Yeah. In the same way, it's a negative conversation, but it's a way for people to positively go to a therapist and be able to know what to look for. Yeah. And again, we would not feel comfortable saying these ideas on our own. This is because we have someone who has many a tenure in dealing with problems.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, I, uh, Red Bergwitz has said many times, with exactly in this Lushan that there are bad therapists, and um, that made me rethink my perspective. I always thought that there are. I mean, um, you are
2: a therapist, also.
1: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So I, yeah. Well, uh, you know what? That, that gives me a bias in both directions. I want to think that I'm a good therapist. There's also this. There, there is like you know a, a backstreet talk, you know. of oh, he's awful, he's terrible, come to me instead. Uh, you know, pl- downplaying every other model that's not mine. Interesting. Yeah, he's the bad therapist and, and I'm with the good ones. Um, but then I think I think even when it comes to bad therapists, they're not necessarily bad as a whole. If I may, and we'll see if, if this w- works with, with Rebby, uh, with Rebbe's answer and Yuda, actually, just for you guys to know, Yuda hasn't heard this recording yet. He's been saving it for you guys, and um, uh, so I only know what Rebbe said. Uh, but I think we could say that every therapist can be good in the right thing. I think there are some therapists that should be bricklayers instead. <laughs> but <laughs> but, but uh, w- if you're going to pick up on any of these red flags from your therapist, he's not a therapist for you. He's a bad therapist for you. I wouldn't, you know, cross his name off a list. Um, I just wouldn't send you or maybe your issue right? if you're struggling with anxiety and he's making you more anxious Then maybe don't
2: go to him for anxiety. So let's first discuss The detriment of having a bad therapist and it sounds like a silly thing because you might say obviously mm-hmm. But I feel like if we discuss the detriment again I didn't hear the recording of Reby of what he said the red flags were um, So I you know made my own list of red flags
1: Alright, okay. A person wants then, sure. if
2: God willing, we're going to hear what Rebbe says and cross see the reference. differences. Yeah, cross yeah. reference and see exactly, you know. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I, think, I think while people realize that a bad therapist is bad, I'm not sure if people really realize
2: just how bad it could be. I would say the the, the obvious silly one is the fact that you're not going to get help. And I feel like that's a little bit overlooked. Hmm. You're going to therapy to come out a healthier person. Yeah. And if you're not coming out a healthier person, not only are you wasting, you know, your time, obviously your money, you're wasting a lot of mental energy. You know, therapy isn't easy. You want to be able to, you want your first try to be at least as as, as educated as good as you can. Um,
1: Do you think it's a red flag if therapy is easy? If you're going in there and you're not working at all and it's like, it's it's great. I go in there, he makes me feel wonderful about myself.
2: I I would say it depends on what you need. You know it's, it's a hard Obviously hard I mean If someone's struggling With self confidence Or the fact that They feel like no one Loves them And this is the first Feeling of that <clears throat> Maybe it is amazing He walks in He just feels like He's floating And that's mm-hmm. his He is for the week For the month Whatever
1: He could like Be introduced To feeling good
2: Yeah And then the second Number two Big one I would say Yeah Is that You may think You're getting helped This is what I was You know As I was just Trying to think about it you may think you're getting help, but being plugged in. Again, you're again you're going to therapy. Realistically speaking, it's because you don't know the method to cure whatever you are coming into cure. You're going into therapy, hopefully, hoping that the person across the table from you will provide you with some sort of guidance in this issue. So the mere fact that you don't know puts you at a major disadvantage because he's giving you pieces of information. If those information, if that information is skewed, you are going to follow that. I mean, that's why you're there. Mm-hmm. So, if you have a therapist that is unfortunately giving you bad advice, you're going to be going down the wrong way, possibly creating other issues, and for sure making the one that you have worse because you're not working yeah. on it. Right, right. Just just by letting it continue, it'll get worse itself. Exactly. Right. Anything that's getting helped, which I feel like could cause problems in and of itself. You think besides for it just percolating, uh,
1: the. If, there, there could be skills or, or advice that a therapist
2: gives a client that can make his issues worse. Have you ever had that, Shalami, where you gave someone advice and after you're like, ah, God, God, that's bad. That made it worse. No, I've never given a client advice. Interesting. Okay, so I guess we're going to get back to that. Okay. So that's, a loaded, that's, a loaded, that's a loaded answer right there. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we're going to okay. get back to that. It's, like, like,
1: it's, like, a, it's a rule of thumb. I have like a few rules of thumb. If I, if I tell you what to do, then that's totally
2: on me. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. That was actually, I'm going to jump right into that. That was yeah. one of my red flags. Okay. One of my red flags that I came up with mm-hmm. was, well, first of all, on the first note that you're not getting helped, check in with yourself. And I don't know what that time frame is. Check in with yourself. Am I getting help? Am I getting healthier? Red flag number one, I'm not getting healthier. It's been X amount of time. I don't know what that time is. Let's say a year and I am not getting healthier. Right. I, I've heard sentences From people that Are going for a lot of simple anxiety stuff So I've been in therapy For years And And yeah. Oh it's, it's It's an ongoing issue Did you get any help Well we're working on it Okay so Again I don't know the person's Real issue right. I'm just saying I think that's a red flag And something that you Should sit back And, and just reflect Yeah Am I It's been two years Of therapy I mean I would hope yeah. You get somewhere That's my red flag Number uh, Red flag
1: number two there's gotta at least be checkpoints along the way where like first we worked on that and I discovered my emotions and then I took them one by one that was my number three yeah what's that
2: my number three was that do you see where the guy is taking you meaning do you see a plan do you see a plan with this therapist meaning not just like come in today talk about this and walk out is there a goal do you see the therapist says we're gonna work on this and eventually we will get you to here or is it just I would say that's a red flag if you're just going in and you're just talking about stuff and you don't in your head see a map Mm -hmm. of God willing we're going to overcome this it might take unpacking a thousand other detours red flag number two and red flag number three that I came up with was do you feel like you're speaking for yourself or is the therapist putting ideas into your head you did not have before Mm -hmm. which again isn't necessarily bad because it could be he's telling you stuff that is true but is it a feeling meaning stuff that you just didn't discover about yourself yet that he's able to pick up on from your cadence or how you're acting or you know what you're saying yeah. but if he's saying stuff that you didn't want to say I had a friend tell me today that he had a therapist once who was making him hate his parents hate them And he didn't hate them going into therapy now maybe he should hate them maybe they're abusing him and he doesn't realize that it could be let's have an episode be. on that I asked Ravi what to do with parents okay that's a but discussion. It, 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 could, it could be but is is the therapist putting ideas into your head? So again, the three that I was saying is check in on yourself. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling like um, you're being helped? And kind of in the same note, do you see a goal? Do you see a path? That's number two. Yeah. Do you see a path where the guy is leading you down? You know, and, and or are you just going in and just feeling good, walking down like I don't really know what happened there. What's the point? I have this and this issue. How I feel like a goal and and, and red flag number three is. Is he putting stuff into your head and mind that wasn't an issue before? That's what I think. What every, do you think about that, Slimeo? Every
1: one of those are absolute gold. There was a uh, psychoanalytical uh, uh, therapist, yeah? Uh, psychiatrist, psychologist. One of these like old-time Freudian style, lie down on a couch and I'll tell you everything that you didn't even realize you were thinking. Yeah? Okay, The, the yeah. old time, you know, with, with that therapy, often, I mean, you're, 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 the guy is introducing you to subconscious ideas. I don't know what's happening in my subconscious. It can make no sense to me, but if my th- my, my, my psychoanalyst tells me that I actually really want to, you know, kill my brother, like, I, I love my brother. I, I want to kill my brother? Oh, no. Oh, man. Okay. Right. So, so, right. so, so that runs into your uh, third problem. That's yes. the red flag number three. Um, true story, this guy went to one of these hot shot therapists for 17 years. You? No. Uh, not another side. And, I mean, every single time, he would come and tell him what he's thinking, and they would, you know, decrypt it, so to speak. And the guy got nowhere. And I, it took him 15, 16, 17 years until he actually did step number one, your first red flag, and checked in on himself. And he said, one second, I started going to therapy because I had crazy anxiety. It was consuming me. 17 years later, it's only gotten worse. (laughs) Yeah. So he decided, he built up the courage. His next session, he came in, and he told his psychologist, you know, I've been thinking about it. I don't really feel like we've gotten anywhere. Like, I'm still really anxious. The psychologist got indignant, yelled at him, you don't know how this works, and never saw him again. Okay, that's, intense. <laughs> that's so look, intense. It's an extreme example of it. I believe that this does happen subtly. Relatively common.
2: And I think it can't even be referred to as a therapist. I don't even, I'm scared to say this, but we know that mm-hmm. bribery turns the eyes of the wise. Meaning, even if it's Moshe Rabbeinu, if you give him five bucks, he mm-hmm. can't judge your case. You are paying the therapist to come back if you're not healed. yeah. He is getting money if you are not healed. If you are healed, he is not getting any more money.
0: Yeah.
2: Now, I I hate to say that because, like, you know, it's kind of intense. But, and, you know, we hope that they at least minimize that bribery and they're able to, hopefully, if they're a therapist, get healthy in some way that they can notice if they're doing that on their own. Yeah. But you can notice if they're doing it. Like, these are ways for you to notice that, like... how can you, the therapist is not a bad guy. Mm. He could be blinded by the money.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's why right. I'm, 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 I'm a little scared to call them bad therapists. They're not bad people, definitely not, like I said, you know, great bricklayers. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but and, and they might even be good for someone else if they're only doing step number one. Meaning if you only have the first red flag, that you're just not getting the help that you want, then maybe he's just talking a different language than you. Nothing, you know, if he's if he's planting ideas, making you hate your parents, you know that that's you know, I, large. I love mom and pop. What's what, you know, um, so yeah. So there maybe we should push him into the brick, you know, bricklayer uh, industry. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm scared to call it bad. Although Rebbe, uh, you'll hear, um, he often says there are bad therapists. He's not a therapist. Again, it's not. It's not. A surprise. <laughs> he's a lot more than that.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he picks yeah. up the pieces. Yeah, which is why I feel like he's the best person to talk to about it, because the people that therapists aren't working for them, who do they go to next?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Who are they going to? The next person on the list, maybe it should have been the first mate, but it's you know, a good argument, is the rabbi. They went to the therapist. It's not helping. They go to another therapist. Not helping. Right. Where do they go next?
1: Yeah, Rebbe, I'm going to therapy. It's not working.
2: Exactly. Yeah, and the clarity If they is, have a Rebbe.
1: What does a guy do if he doesn't have a Rebbe who's close enough to tell him my therapy is failing me? I don't think people even realize that their therapy is failing them. That's the thing. The, uh, Rebbe Stintorsky put out a book, right? I'm, I'm I'm confused. Am I abused? People don't know. That's why I think this is such an important topic like you started out with. The people who are being failed by the system, by the therapist, or being, or being taken advantage of in the worst case scenario by the therapist, they
2: don't. No, it's true. It's, and, and, and to be honest, as I said before, they're going in blind, and that's that's a uh, that's natural because the reason they're going there is because they don't know the answer. Right. They're going in blind. That's a natural. That's how unless the person has an idea and, and, and they can right away tell oh, this 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 person is not going down the right track.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I uh, there's a tremendous vulnerability when you go to therapy, and. You you are you you know Heni Biatra. You go in there and it is helpful if you've seen more than one therapist. You can compare them. Go on YouTube. Go online. You know there are Nefesh. Uh, all these these programs they, they do post. Uh, you can see live therapeutic uh, s- situations. You'd be like, wow, my thing looks nothing like that. And true, this this you know they don't, they're not posting the ones where it didn't go well. But you could get a sense of what therapy is supposed to look like. Um, And I know at base camp, you should feel like I'm being helped, you know,
2: exactly Because again again these red flags don't necessarily as we said before mean that your therapist is bad or even not for you Mm -hmm. it could also mean that There's some Aspect of Mm self-awareness that you need to work on all these things that we mentioned could be a you thing it could be It could be uh, you don't see the map of where he's going because you're not paying attention Yeah, it could be um, you feel like he's putting thoughts in your head because you only verbalize stuff halfway, and he has to finish your sentences.
1: Ah, uh, speak up.
2: Exactly, exactly. And it's okay, even if it's a you thing. What do you mean a you thing? If if those three reasons are coming from you, and, and you mm-hmm. really should be doing, that's okay. Sure, not but that's something on. exactly. Yeah. you should be able to talk to. And if you can bring these things up to him, mm-hmm. it could be all the red flags go away. If you can bring these things up, and he can explain to you everything, and you don't see that something else is going on over here. That's amazing. So I would love to hear what Ravi said. So let's play the recording.
0: Good therapy is good for everyone. Bad therapy is not good for anyone.
2: Nice. Okay.
1: I'm dealing,
0: uh, I am dealing, unfortunately, with so many cases of bad therapists.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. Seems like people who have real problems gravitate towards the worst therapists. And then their spouses just can't get them out of them. What are the red
1: flags for someone to realize that he's in one of those...
0: So listen. If you're either not going anywhere, or you're being taught to be upset about a situation you're not really upset about, mm. or someone's making up things that just don't, someone's telling you things that just don't, like they don't, they, they don't make sense to you. Generally speaking, when a therapist points something out to you, if if it's you know if, if the guy's good, you realize he's right. Yeah. You know, it's it's uh, unless there's something really wrong with you, where we, you're we're in denial. But, but they're how uh, anyone that really wants help themselves, the therapist points something out. So you know it's right. You feel it, yeah. I, I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> when they start telling you things. And the other one is is uh, and this this is the one that I found is, has become very common. Therapists who see it as their role. Just to be supportive. As opposed to? You you are obviously dealing with a borderline. This person explodes every time things happen. And they're coming to you to vent. (laughs) And you're supporting them.
1: So now the therapist is an enabler. Yeah. He should be the one pushing back
0: and... Tell him that, yeah. I see how strongly you feel about it, but you gotta take, take control of your reactions. <laughs> Just because you're angry, that doesn't mean you're puttered, you know? Right. right.
2: Okay, know, you, you were spot on. I feel like, wow, that was actually very humbling. Yeah. Wow, um, I feel like, the only, there's two differences. Obviously, the last point about being supportive, we'll get, mm-hmm. we'll get to that mm-hmm. in a second. But the first point I saw that was different is I was talking about looking back at the therapy to see if the thing is that if you feel like he's putting ideas in your head, and he was talking about actively during the therapy to be able to say, does that resonate with me? Yeah. Um, which I feel like is much more hands on. Uh, but yeah, the, wow 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 very very crazy and then the last point was I didn't even touch on that about being supportive which feels really good Mm -hmm. but can literally be detrimental in in certain cases obviously right right
1: the supportive the the, the supporting has to be a container for the work meaning you have to feel safe you have to feel understood you can't help me if you don't get me so yeah first I get you 100% that being said this is amazing but he's like yeah but you're not, you're not putter just because this is hard for you you can't punch someone in the face because you're angry yeah it's, it's great that you're angry I, I mean I, I get that anger is overwhelming and you can feel like you totally have no control but you, you have to be in control
2: <laughs> it, it, it's kind of like removing the guilt Removing the guilt can be very beneficial if the only thing that's wrong with the guy is this intense guilt. If the only thing that's possibly preventing him from doing worse stuff is more guilt, so taking away the guilt will just enable him, as you said, in the in the conversation with Rebbe. Removing the guilt will just—he's cut a free bird now. Right now, I'm understood. Yeah, I have an excuse for being a—in this case, it seems like a out of control, angry person.
1: Rebbe used the uh, the example of a uh, borderline. Right, so there's uh BPDs borderline personality disorder.
2: Well, when did you do the example? When he, he
1: he said this uh, when, when it comes to supporting, he's like this guy's obviously borderline. And borderline personality disorder yeah. comes in two forms. There's part A, uh, type A, type B. I had a client with uh, type B, and even type B, which is the less vibrant of the two, the the sways of emotion from mania to depression aren't as contrasted, but. It's still, it's it's a tremendous weight, not only on the people around your client, but the the person themselves, you know, it's, it's your, their, their body is just taking them for a ride. The borderline personality disorder is, it's part of the cluster B uh, disorders. Those are the personality disorders, the intense medication is appropriate and necessary to live a healthy well-balanced to be able to have uh healthy relationships in your life right it's, it's hypersensitivity to rejection which leads to instability and in interpersonal relationships self-image affect and behavior it's a it's a really tough place to be and sympathy is important you have to be able to you know and every therapist has to be on the same page as their client, or the client isn't going to be willing to go for a ride with them. They're not going to be willing to change where they're at unless they feel understood. Unless I feel like my, my therapists therapist is standing with me at the gates of Gehenna, and then together we could take uh, you know a baby step forward. Um, so you need that you need that empathy. You need that that sympathy. feeling, not just understanding, but actually like knowing that my therapist understands me and gets me and he's in it with me. And then we can take that sympathy a step further. Pure sympathy, pure endless sympathy is not helpful. It feels good, but it doesn't take you anywhere. Sympathy is a tool to encase the next step. Right now you're suffering because you are exploding every time you're rejected. Right? You take rejection horribly, right? and it's not necessarily your fault. Right, That's the way your emotional body is designed. That's how your neurons are firing. You have BPD. What are you going to do? But just because you feel like exploding doesn't mean that you can. And yet you have to take some element of control here. And that's, you know, and and there are, obviously you can't suggest something or push your client into some place where he can't go. but using the sympathy and the empathy that you used and you, you built that therapeutic alliance now you're on the same page now your client will be open and willing to take the next step with you in that you know ship in that raft of empathy that you built together and it, now now he feels safe that's the that's the key now he feels safe to move into uncharted territory to go somewhere uncomfortable and unfamiliar because he trusts you you get him
2: it's a very interesting topic but i feel like this is more of a red flag for someone that is talking to someone else in therapy as opposed to someone themselves because it seems like this person who's getting the sympathy is not necessarily in the state to be able to on their own see that this therapy is bad for them i wonder is is do do you agree with that
1: for, for someone who's actually borderline And his therapist is enabling him Yeah uh, That red flag is probably going to be picked up By the people in his life Who realize that he's not going anywhere He's not, he's not trying Interesting he's, Can we shift
2: we, Can we shift to the to the first point Yeah That Rabbi said You're going nowhere Right And I, I, I definitely touched on that one But um,
1: You nailed it you, You're good at this
2: <laughs> that was exciting that was exciting but going nowhere is a big thing because in therapy I feel like as we just we touched on a bunch of times because you feel like the magic is in the hands of the therapist you kind of trust them like okay like I, I, I'm willing to not go like whatever you say man you have to you have to it doesn't work if you
1: don't trust your therapist
2: right but at the same time you have to be looking you know it, it's kind of like this right so you're sitting in the, in, the, in the passenger seat of a car and your mm-hmm. friend's driving and you trust them fully so you're not going to...
1: You keep your eye on the handbrake. Exactly, <laughs>
2: exactly my point. Yeah. Are you keeping your eyes on this guy's GPS? Mm-hmm. On the therapist? Where's he taking you? Meaning you trust him fully about his driving skills. Or you call it an Uber.
1: Yeah. If he starts driving without asking you where you want to go. Wasn't it in the Uber app already? Uh, let's say, you know, old time taxis. You know, whatever. <laughs> you get in a taxi and and, and the guy just starts driving. You're like, well, well hold on. Wait, do you, maybe, maybe ask me where I want right. to end up at the end of this trip. Right. And is there an end to this trip?
2: Right, I guess. I, <laughs> where are we going? Yeah. I guess in a way that would, that would kill the safety of the whole situation. What do you mean? I mean, when you see that you're being driven without, without the goal, and the goal being your ultimate health. If your
1: therapist doesn't have a goal for you,
2: you shouldn't... You shouldn't feel safe. Rip it out. This I, guy I driving people, you in circles. people fall into the trap because they assume that he's the driver, he's the GPS, he's the... He's the everything. He's the eyes on the road. He's where we're going. He knows everything. Which is fair, but keep your eye open to make sure that he's got a destination in mind.
1: And if you want to go somewhere else. Do you discuss this with your clients? Absolutely. About where we're going to go? Almost every session. Want to cut that out every, for us? Every three, four sessions. Uh, meaning... We'll set a goal and ideally I would love to have two-hour sessions where we can knock out this entire problem in one session, you'll come back next time, we'll reinforce it and start the next thing. Practically, we only get 40-50 minutes, but we do it, we break it up piecemeal. Like This is the goal. You want to eliminate anxiety. Okay, we're going to identify your anxiety, we're going to accept and appreciate what your anxiety does for you, lower those resistance, and then we're going to work on, we're going to give you coping mechanisms to help you throughout, we're going to, you know, figure out the source of it, and right, and it'll be four or five sessions, and God willing, it'll be gone in a month and a half, or it'll be very, uh, you know, mitigated by then. So, you, you, you should be able to chart it and, and I take down numbers also. How are you feeling? What are your anxiety levels now? 0 and 100? 90? Okay, let's do this exercise. How does it feel now? 15 minutes later, it's at 20. How did that work? Right? Yeah, and, and it's important if, you, if you're not keeping track f- Forget about your client The therapist doesn't know if, 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 if what he's doing is working Right, what if it doesn't work.
2: I think that's a big one also. I think we didn't touch on that yet We're constantly talking about the people in therapy but a good therapist should be checking in. Like, are, are you happy with, with this destination? Have we achieved anything? And to ask that, very interesting, very interesting. Are
1: we getting somewhere? Bottom line, here are the three red flags. Number one, you're not going anywhere. Number two, you're getting problems that you didn't come in with. And number three, you're being overly validated and your therapist has become your enabler that's right i find that ruby doesn't drop big chidushim. not not often sometimes yeah but i I, he he just gives you clarity and simplicity it's like these are things right right? And when you hear it you're like well yeah if you're getting nothing out of therapy of course that's bad these are things you have you should ask yourself in therapy ask it to your therapist and ask yourself if your client if your therapist feeds you something and says wait does this mean that you're, you're actually angry at him when you're doing that? Or is, is, are you actually sad when you're angry? And you're like, no, no, that's not true. Tell him no. Tell him no. It's not true. It doesn't resonate. He's not a prophet. The, I gave you a rule of thumb before that I have in every session. I will never give advice to a client. And the rule is that the client is the only expert in the room on himself. It's very nice. No one knows you that's better very well than said. you.
2: It's very well said.
1: In flag number two, Rebbe said that if your therapist is feeding you something that doesn't feel right, right? A good therapist will tell you something you're like, oh, yeah, 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 that's it. That's it. Right? The caveat Rebbe said was you could have a client who's in denial. If you're just in denial and you refuse to accept the fact that you have anger issues, then when your therapist tells you like, like maybe not everyone has wronged you, maybe, you know, maybe you did instigate, like no. No, it's always everybody else, right? <laughs> and it's not resonating with me, so that's not the therapist.
2: That's you. So to be honest, it's also a red flag. And what I mean by red flag is it's red flag that this is not working. Yeah. If you, he says, I meaning we kind of have what we call in Gemara, "mamanovshah." That you know, regardless whether you go right or left, you're 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 messed over. Why? If it's the therapist putting ideas in your head, you're really bad. If the therapist is telling you stuff and you're in denial, you're also so, both ways there should be a. I don't know. What should
1: the person do? Well, ideally, the, the therapist would pick up on that, where he's like, okay. I'm, you know, I'm I'm trying to tell you something which makes sense, which is which fits perfectly, and I do understand you, but you're not ready to to hear what I'm saying. What's not letting you hear these words? Where's that wall, and why have you built it? Very why nice. why can't you accept that? Very
2: nice. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you so much for shlema. Honestly, I feel like I want to have a session with you right now. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You guys, you
1: have to know that this couldn't have happened without, without Yehuda. And he, you asked Abby if we could do this, which I, I really think the only reason why a, ther- uh, a podcast like this hasn't happened yet was just because nobody asked.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. And, and <laughs> we're looking has. forward to hopefully getting clips with longer uh, questions. Um, some episodes we're going to be throwing in a few. You know, if we get stuck at a certain point in the podcast, we're going to happily ask Rebby, that as well, and throw that in.
1: Yeah, we can have follow up. If you so guys exciting. have any questions uh, that you would want to ask Rebby, um, feel free to email us at mhuncensored, mental health uncensored, mhuncensored at gmail.com. Mhuncensored at gmail.com. It's always be
2: completely confidential, obviously, um, if you want to you know, make a new Gmail account.
1: Yeah, or email us for a friend. That yeah,
2: like exactly. Just <laughs> say it's for your friend, and we'll be like, oh, for sure. Absolutely. Anyways, have a fantastic week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, and please share this with your friends, post it on your group chats, leave a five-star rating, and subscribe. We feel very strongly that this is a message that Clyus should hear.
2: Absolutely. Have have a fantastic show.
1: Take care.